Duncan Cook watched the townsfolk as they filed out of Mulligan's saloon and gathered around the stagecoach. The people of Clear Creek had held a special breakfast for him and his fellow passengers, and were about to send them off. Harrison, the youngest of the Cook brothers, slapped him on the back. I say, old chap, it's not going to be the same around here without you bossing everyone about. Duncan smiled. I'm sure Jefferson will be happy to mark orders in my stead. He's done a fine job so far, what with organizing all of this. He waved his hand to indicate the crowd. Jefferson Cook, their stepfather, was nowhere in sight. He's probably busy ordering everyone around in the saloon right now. Harrison nodded in agreement and patted his stomach. Mrs. Donegan did herself proud that breakfast. He eyed his brother and smirked. Admit it. You're going to miss her cooking. And her badgering. I have my wife's cooking to look forward to. Duncan reminded him. Cosette was an exceptional cook, and everyone in town knew it. As to the badgering, I think I'm safe. Harrison sighed. Well, you can't blame me for trying. I was hoping to find something with which to tempt you into staying. You know this has to be done. We have to go. There's no hope for it. If the estate is in good order, I estimate a visit within the next few years. Don't worry about me. Worry about your wife and child. Harrison glanced to his wife, Sadie, who rubbed her growing belly with both hands. She was due in a few months, and Harrison had been beside himself ever since he found out she was pregnant. He turned back to Duncan with a smile. If it's a girl, we're going to name her Honoria, after mother. What if it's a boy? Duncan asked. Sadie's convinced it's a girl, and hasn't thought on a boy's name yet. She'd better hurry, just in case. What are you two gabbling about? Colin, the middle brother, asked as he strolled up. Giving orders before you leave, Duncan? Hardly, Duncan said. Other than watch out for this one. He added with a toss of his head at Harrison. He's going to be so excited when Sadie gives birth, he'll be worthless on the ranch. As opposed to now? Colin laughed. We'll make do. It's going to be a girl, Harrison insisted. You'll see. More females. Just what we need, Colin said. Though there's certainly not enough to go around, that's for sure. You can say that again, Harrison mumbled as Sadie walked over to them. Hello, wife, he greeted. She smiled at her husband, then looked at Duncan. I wish, I wish you could stay on a little longer. I'm going to miss you all so much. Duncan's eyes softened. We're going to miss you too, and I'm going to also miss seeing my niece born. He looked right at Harrison. Or nephew, whichever the case may be. Harrison rolled his eyes as Cosette joined them, along with two other couples. The Bergs and Duprees were traveling to London with Duncan and Cosette for reasons of their own.
I think Willie the driver is ready to go, she told her husband. Mr. Berg, a tall bear of a man who looked like he'd been carved out of marble, stepped forward. We'd best be on our way, Duncan. Willie still has other stops to make. He put his arm around his wife, Maddie, who began to softly weep. Mr. Berg swallowed hard. We've said all our goodbyes in this saloon. Let's not hold up the stage any longer. He let his wife hug Sadie, then helped her into the coach. The Duprees were next to board, followed by a weeping Cosette, which left the three brothers, Sadie, and now Belle, Colin's wife, who just joined them. Duncan, she said as she peered past him into the stage. Please take care of yourself and the others. Duncan glanced over his shoulder.